Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. I'm super excited. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to jump into keto. Pretty much anyone and everyone at this point has heard of keto and the ketogenic diet. And what I'll do today is I'm going to pull back the curtain. I'm going to explain it to you in really simple terms that make sense and you can understand. And then we're going to do kind of like a true-false investigation, if you will, into this super popular diet so that you can be better informed and kind of know what it's all about and know, hey, is this for me or is it not for me? So that's what we'll do today. But first, first, like I do so many times, I want to start out with a little shout out to Lori Curtis. She posted a review on Apple Podcast and she said, I am loving this new podcast. Every January, I find myself with 100% focus to renew my eating and exercise. I have big goals and feel the energy of the new year and Every year I fail, <laughs> I give up. No, none of you know what she's talking about, right? No, nobody can identify with that. Lori goes on. She says, this year before finding Corey's podcast, I decided to not do this again and instead listen to my body, find the why of the ebb and flow of my focus and quitting. Stumbling across the podcast has helped me to keep the long game in mind, be gentle with myself and be curious without the pendulum swing of extreme diets and exercise. It's a journey, but one that requires happiness, contentment, and figuring out what works for me. Every time I listen to the podcast, I leave feeling more whole, more temperate. I'm sure Corey will laugh, but the best thing I can do this year is not making any goals and instead learn to be thankful and love who I am. It's a great podcast. Oh, this podcast may be all right, but that review was great. Laurie, you just absolutely made my day in so many ways. Oh my gosh. So gang, if you, like I, I said it before on a podcast, man, I, I poured my blood, sweat, and tears into these episodes. I try to give you stuff that is really beneficial, but man, if you don't post, if you don't post a review, I don't, I don't know if you like it. I don't know if you're enjoying it. So take two minutes and go over and post a review. That'd be great. Now, one other thing before we get into all this good keto stuff, and this is something I mentioned on a previous podcast as well. I have got something, well, I'm creating something that you're absolutely going, going to love. I'm in the process of creating an, a free audio program, 100% free, and it's called Catalyst. Because for the vast majority of people, see, there's a really good chance that over time, you've almost been like mentally programmed to not be successful with your body. It's like you've been mentally programmed to not lose weight. Our society, like from our childhood to now, our society, family and friends and all of the other influences have taught us to think certain thoughts, believe certain things and behave in a certain way. And all of those things will never get you where you want to be with your body. They will not lead to weight loss. They will not lead to great health. And they will not lead to content. Like Laurie was talking about in her review to contentment and happiness and joy with your body. 
the Catalyst program, the Catalyst audio course that I'm creating is designed to reprogram you for success. So if you want to lose weight, to revolutionize your health, the way you think about weight loss, the way you think about your body, and just get into better shape overall, this could be a game changer. So the whole, the whole program, it's all about kind of having that aha moment, those breakthrough moments when you're like, holy cow, how have I missed that? Like, I've never seen it that way before. I've never thought about it that way before. And it really is just to help open your eyes so that you begin to see those things differently, to think differently, and to do things differently. I'm going to show you exactly where kind of you've been programmed for failure, if you were, if you will, exactly where everyone messes up. And then I'll explain to you what to do instead, kind of what I teach my clients to do and what I would encourage you to do instead. So that is Catalyst. And if you go to the show notes for this episode, there'll be a link in there. You can click to register for it. Like I said, it's not quite ready, but you can click there to register for it. Or you can go to my website, corylittlecoaching.com and scroll to the bottom of that page and you'll see Catalyst and you can go and, and register for it there. Totally free. So hop on it, do it. If you like this podcast, you'll love it. Now, okay, like I said earlier, we're going to look at keto with like a true or false approach. So I'll give a statement and then I'll tell you, okay, this is true or no, this is false. And then I'll explain to you why. And a lot of these statements, either you've probably said or you've heard in the media or you've heard a friend or someone at the gym say, so let's do it. Let's jump right in. I think I've got about eight or nine of these statements. Some of them I'll move through pretty quick. Some will require a little more explanation, but let's get to it. So statement number one, when it comes to keto, keto is the newest, awesomest, most cutting edge diet ever. Like it's, it's so new and it's so cutting edge. That is totally false. <laughs> the idea of like keto and a ketogenic diet was noticed. It wasn't really named back then, but it was noticed all the way back in 400 BC. Yeah, like 2,400 years ago. <laughs> See, the ancient Greek uh, doctor Hippocrates noticed that a man who had seizures, like he, day after day, he noticed like for five or six straight days, this guy had seizures. And then finally one day, he didn't have any seizures. And he also noticed that that day, he didn't eat anything. I guess he was exhausted from all the seizures, but he was not eating anything at all that day, and he didn't have any seizures. Well, then as we go through history, as science moved along through the years, more and more scientists noticed that fasting, basically not eating or drinking anything except water, that they, they noticed this could be very beneficial for a number of different brain disorders. The problem is, and the problem was, fasting is no fun. <laughs> like starving yourself is no fun, right? And no one can do it all the time. So if we fast forward to the 1920s, right now you may be thinking, wait a minute, Corey, I thought we were talking about keto and you're talking about fasting. This is, doesn't make any sense. But just hang with me. If we fast forward to the 1920s, endocrinologists and researchers discovered that the biochemical state in your body, basically what's going on in your body with all the various chemicals and hormones, that it's very similar during total fasting and during an extremely low carbohydrate in very high fat diet. So if you if you eat very very little carbohydrate and very high fat, what's going on inside your body is very similar to what's going on if you're just starving yourself if you're fasting. So let's keep moving through history. That was in the 1920s when they started scientists started putting this together a little bit. So if we jump to the 1940s, 
the ketogenic diet actually had a name. It was the ketogenic diet, and it was accepted as a medical treatment specifically for epilepsy. It's incredibly effective for reducing or eliminating seizures for people who are epileptic. And then voila, we're off to the races, right? That's the 1940s. And only 80 years ago, <laughs> the ketogenic diet uh, was new. So no, it's not the newest, most cutting edge thing. It's been around a while. So the question is, right, how in the world did we go from this weird medical diet that, you know, treats, it's like mimic starvation and treats epilepsy. How did we go from that to using it for weight loss? Well, that took about 50 more years. So from 1940s into, to the late 1980s and early 1990s, bodybuilders and physique athletes, like the people who stand on stage and flex and pose and do all of these things, you see pictures of them all over social media now, they discovered the ketogenic diet as a way to get ripped to get that super, super low body fat level while still eating butter and bacon and cheese and all that kind of good stuff. And believe it or not, I was one of those bodybuilders. Yes, little old me. <laughs> Back in 1995, I was 17 years old and I completed, or excuse me, I competed in my first ever bodybuilding contest and I was totally hooked. I went on to compete for about 10 more years and I had a, I was blessed to have a really, really successful career. But after that first bodybuilding show in 1995, I became borderline obsessed with nutrition and how it could change your body. So by 1998, about three years later, I was researching and experimenting with various versions of the ketogenic diet and trying to figure out how I could use those in my contest preparation. Now, back then, there were primarily three like cutting-edge books and authorities at the time on like keto and how to use keto for losing body fat. I read those, and I read anything and everything else I could get my hands on, plus... I had like literally binders full of journals and photos and notes of my own personal experience with the ketogenic diet. So here's the thing, like, please understand, I'm not some boring textbook nutritionist who's like, keto is stupid and keto is bad for you. Keto is so dumb and keto is dangerous. No, 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 not at all. I've done it multiple times and I've used it with some clients for contest prep. I say that so that you'll understand this. Look, I'm going to shoot you straight with everything I share about keto. I'm not totally for it. I'm not totally against it. So we're going to look at it, like look at the various aspects of the diet, and I'll give you my honest two cents and also a little bit of the research and science behind it. Okay, so let's move forward. Before we get into the next true-false statement, I want to give you a quick keto explanation. Now, <laughs> I'm going to do my best to keep this episode as succinct as possible, but like, I mean, I could write a small book on keto because there's so much science behind it and so many different variables. So I'm going to try to keep this as concise as I can, but, but to just begin with a keto explanation, because some of you may not even have, you may not even know what it is, but by the time you finish today's podcast, you're going to have a much better idea. You'll probably understand keto better than most trainers out there and definitely better than 99% of the general public. So here we go. Our bodies, your body, my body, the human body in general, it's designed to run off of sugar. Every carbohydrate you eat from oatmeal to sweet potato to bread to pasta to uh, you, you pick to even desserts, right? To even just sugary stuff like a popsicle or soft drink or whatever. Every carbohydrate you eat 
gets digested down to the simplest sugar, glucose. So it goes into your body, your body chops it up and digests it and processes it down into glucose. And that's what fuels our brain and our body. But because our bodies are really awesome and super smart, they have a, our body has a backup plan. See, just in case like you're lost in the woods and you can't find any sugar to eat, it's no problem. Your body will eventually, gradually shift over to using your own body fat as fuel but it's not real efficient. The fat, like as your body takes your, its, its own body fat, your body fat, it has to be processed and tinkered with and sent into your cells and then out and then over to your liver and all this different stuff. And ultimately, it's turned into what's called a ketone. And as you can imagine, this is where we get the phrase keto. So in a nutshell, when your body is starving from not having enough carbohydrates or sugars, it's changing fat into ketones, which are basically like little fragments of fat. And this is like a backup energy system for your body and your brain. Your brain especially loves ketones. Your brain loves glucose if it has it. But if it's not present, your brain loves ketones and it needs it to function. Now, if you want to lose weight and burn fat, this sounds like amazing, right? Like, oh my gosh, my body starts using my own body fat as fuel. It's like, oh my, this is the most incredible thing ever. Well, not so fast, as Lee Corso would say. Not so fast. If you don't know who Lee Corso is, you're not a college football fan. Sorry. Let's dig a little bit deeper here. So, statement number one was that keto is the newest, cutting-edge, most awesome diet ever. That's false. It's not new. It's been around a really long time. Statement number two is that keto is low-carb. And you may think, yeah, Corey, of course, duh. No, that's actually false. Keto is not low carb. It's crazy, super low, almost zero carb. You can't just cut out some bread here and rice there and magically, voila, like you're in keto. No, 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 no. To get into ketosis, carbs must be 5% or less of your entire diet. Let me just go ahead and tell you, gang, that's really, really low. So it's not just low carb. It's super crazy low carb. Next up, statement number three. Keto lets you eat more fat. That's absolutely true. Not only does keto let you eat more fat, you must <laughs> eat more fat. It's not a choice. Keto is not high protein and high fat as some people think. Your fat intake must be approximately 70 to 80% of your entire food intake. That's a lot. And if your protein intake is too high, even if you're doing the other, all the other stuff right, like your carbs are low enough, they're 5% or less, and your fat is high enough, if your protein is too high, then your body will do something that's called gluconeogenesis. That's a fun word that you can use on Scrabble sometime. <laughs> your body will do gluconeogenesis, which is it's just a fancy name for where your body takes protein, it chops it up, and then it rebuilds it into sugar. So... <laughs> Yes, like I know that sounds crazy, but your body so loves and wants to use sugar as its preferred fuel source that it will convert protein to sugar if you're not eating enough carbs. Not enough carbs, surplus of protein, let's chop it up, convert it to sugar. Next up, statement number four. Keto is so awesome because I can eat so much more food. Like there's so many more things I can eat versus like a normal diet. 
Okay, look, keto, let me just set the record straight here. Keto is without doubt one of the most restrictive diets out there. A lot of people get oohed and odd and like romanticize the idea of keto because, I mean, like, holy crap, right? I can eat cheese and butter and bacon. And who wouldn't want to do that? Like, who doesn't like cheese and butter and bacon? Well, sure, that's true, but guess what? You cannot eat about 1.3 million other things. The list of foods that you cannot eat is a lot longer than the list of foods you can eat. You can basically eat meat, cheese, eggs, nuts, and a tiny little bit of leafy greens, and that's it. So say bye-bye to everything else. Like all that other stuff that you like and you might like to have a little bit here or there, not done. It's gone. And I mean, here's the deal. It's your life and your taste buds, but for me, that's not a good trade. Like I'm not willing to trade those 1.3 million foods for meat, cheese, eggs, nuts, and a little bit of leafy greens. So that was statement number four. Next up, statement number five. Keto is dangerous. Oh my gosh. Don't be doing that crazy diet. Keto's dangerous. It's going to hurt your organs. False. <laughs> for the vast majority of like quote unquote normal people, normal healthy adults, keto is not dangerous. Your body doesn't really like to or want to make that metabolic switch to using the fat and the ketones for fuel, but it will. It's no big deal. And as far as we know, it doesn't damage any organs or cause any harm. Actually, some research even shows that it might be beneficial for a few different health conditions, stuff like um, metabolic syndrome and various brain and neurological disorders, like I mentioned earlier, like epilepsy, but even some other things, even some other neurological disorders. So keto is not considered dangerous. Next up, number six, statement number six, keto turns your body into a fat-burning machine. It's true and not so true. It's true and false. Let me explain. Technically, yes, this is true. As I explained earlier, when there's basically not enough carbs or protein available, your body begins burning fat as its primary fuel source. But do not misunderstand. This does not mean that you're going to magically burn off all of your body fat. To keep this fat-burning machine going, like this fat-burning machine that you've created, to keep it going, you must also consume a ton of fat. So it can easily just kind of become fat out, fat in, fat out, fat in. Yes, you're burning fat, but you're replacing it with a high intake of dietary fat. Like I said earlier, 70 to 80% of your diet. Next up, statement number seven. Keto will help you lose weight faster than normal dieting. Yes and no. So again, true and false. Initially, yes, you will drop some weight, probably a decent bit of weight pretty quickly, but almost all of it will be fluid. Fluid that will come back once you start eating carbohydrates again. See, as your body is burning through all of its carb and energy stores on the way to ketosis, before you ever get into ketosis, a lot of water is lost. It's just water because those stored carbohydrates are dissolved in water inside of your body. Just like you would dissolve a spoonful of sugar, that's a carbohydrate, just like you would dissolve a spoonful of sugar in a glass of water. So yeah, at first you'll lose weight fast. And this might make you think like, oh, keto is the best diet ever, but... 
it's probably not going to last for two reasons. Number one, once you've lost all of that carb water, we're right back to calories in versus calories out. There's a good chance that all of that bacon and beef and cheese and butter will balance out the calories that you're burning. So carbs or no carbs, keto or no keto, there's a good chance you're basically even. No weight loss and no weight gain. And also, from the current research that we have, when, when it compares a normal diet that is higher in carbs, that actually contains carbs, versus a keto diet with super low carbs, there's no distinct weight loss advantage when the calories are the same. So if keto can trick you into eating less calories, then sure, it gives you an advantage of losing weight. But when calories are the same between a quote-unquote regular diet and keto, there's no distinct advantage. Next up, statement number eight. <laughs> hey, Corey. I, I phrased this one to myself. Hey, Corey, in case you haven't heard, listen, man, I don't have to go super low-carb. Now I can just take a ketone supplement, and that's basically just like being in ketosis. So for those of you that don't know, they you can actually, like the, the compound that your body produces, it's called a ketone. They make that now as a supplement. So you can literally swallow it. You can take the ketone. And this is wrong. Look, I'm sorry. Research shows this is not the same thing as forcing your body into ketosis. Now notice I said forcing your body. Let me make this clear. Your body does not want to go into ketosis. So as you're starving yourself of carbs, it will fight you like crazy. For two to four days, depending on the person, you'll probably feel like complete and total crap. Super low energy, super hungry with a lot of cravings, and maybe even have a headache or kind of nauseous at times. You might even get kind of a little depressed for two or two or three days. That definitely happened to me when I've done it in the past. That sounds like a ton of fun, right? <laughs> Bodybuilders, we would sometimes call this the keto flu, and it's just kind of the price you pay. It's the process of getting into ketosis, and it stinks. But once your body clicks over, it's, it's like the fog lifts, and you feel amazing. You feel amazing as long as you don't eat any carbs. <laughs> so basically, it's like you've created this feel-good, no-carb prison. And no, taking exogenous ketones, like taking a ketone supplement, it will not get you there. Research says that those supplements might help someone lose a little fat. Maybe, we're not sure. And they haven't even tested it in humans. They've only tested it in rats. So it's really a no-go when it comes to the ketone supplements. The jury's still out, and we have no human studies to look at. Sorry. Next up, our last statement, statement number nine. Something I hear from people, and it always makes me laugh, and I'm going to tell you the truth about it right now. So <laughs> I'll hear people say, you know, I'm kind of doing keto, or they might say something like this. I'm doing a version of keto, but I'll, but with a little fruit, you know, or yeah, I'm doing keto, but I, I'm, you know, I'm keto all day long, but I'll still have my morning smoothie. Oh, <laughs> this always makes me laugh. Look. You're either doing keto or you're not. Think of keto like a boat. You're either on the boat or you're not on the boat. If you're halfway on and halfway off the boat, you're screwed. <laughs> you're going to wind up in the water. There's no sort of kind of on the boat. You're on the boat or you're not on the boat. If you're halfway on keto and halfway off, you're probably going to end up screwed also because you're just eating a normal higher carb diet 
but you're adding in a bunch of extra fat. So basically, in an attempt to get the benefits of keto without truly understanding what keto is and truly doing the keto diet, you've just added a crap ton of fat and calories to your carb-based diet. This is not good, gang. This will only make you not lose weight and possibly even make you gain weight. So there is no kind of doing keto. There is no version of keto that includes fruit or or your fruit smoothie in the morning. Sorry. (sighs) Okay, let's wrap it up. Keto, 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 keto. Keto does some cool and different things inside your body. Totally true. But it is crazy hard to do and crazy hard to maintain. And it really doesn't give you any distinct advantage over a more like quote unquote normal diet when it comes to losing weight. The thing that I really don't like about keto is that it doesn't teach someone a middle ground because I got news for you. That's where the magic is. You have to learn to lose weight and maintain a balance in life and live in that middle ground. And if you don't do that, your results will always be temporary because eventually you're going to stop keto. Let's say keto gives you amazing results. It's wonderful. And I I wish you nothing but the best with it, but you got to find a middle ground. So here's the thing. If you love all of those fattier foods and you don't care for any carb foods, then sure, keto might be a good option from you. From my 20 plus years of coaching people, I found it's just absolutely not a realistic day-to-day diet for any American or pretty much, honestly, anyone for that matter, American, Canadian, Australian, whatever. If you live in a developed country, keto is going to be super tough. I consider keto, like I consider it a special nutritional tool. And I'll use it in certain situations with certain people, but definitely it's not a go-to for weight loss. All of my clients who have lost weight and kept it off, people who've lost 15 or 20 pounds, all the way up to over 100 pounds, they all eat carbs and they enjoy them as a wonderful part of their daily life. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't want a life without carbs. And I wouldn't dare ask a client to do that either. Carbs are too much fun, man. (laughs) So let's wrap it up. That's it, gang. Two quick reminders before I sign off. First, be sure to go to the show notes and register for my free upcoming Catalyst program. If you like the podcast, if you like the teachings, you'll love, you'll absolutely love Catalyst. It's a progressive program. It requires nothing of you but listening. You don't have to do like exercises or, you know, meditate every day. Nothing like that. You just got to listen. Pay attention. It's easy and it's simple and it's free and it will totally change how you think about losing weight. Totally begin reprogramming your brain for success. Secondly, click the subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Who knows what I'm going to talk about next, right? (laughs) And then after you click subscribe, post a review, man. That's the only way I know that you're out there and you're listening and you love what I'm putting out. All right. Open up your ears and hear me. You, you, yes, you are an amazing and beautiful human being, regardless of what the scale says. If the scale says you're up or you're down, it doesn't make you any better or any worse because there's more to you and your beauty and your body than what you weigh. And always remember that the truly awesome result of losing weight is not looking a certain way. Losing weight is really about gaining life. 
Y'all are the best. Much love. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye.